That is exactly what we want to find in a partner is somebody that we can move through those ebbs and flows of life with because we're never going to be always the same, right? Energy or personality or anything. We're always evolving. We're always changing. But if we can be energetically connected with our partner to a point where we don't have to say, hey, I need you to, you know, rise in your feminine energy today because I need <laughs> They just, they just intrinsically know it. They just feel your energy shifting and their energy naturally shifts too. And that's so beautiful. Dear Balancer, I know you're a determined person on the lookout for ways to live a more fulfilling and balanced life, but you're busy. And if we're being honest, that busyness often comes at the expense of your priorities. The Balance Theory podcast is made to teach busy bees just like you how to find and own your own definition of balance so that you can become unapologetic in how you choose to spend your time. I'm your host, Erica, and together, let's find your unique balance. All right, balancers, today's guest has developed a deep passion and desire to help women find love and avoid the tragic heartbreak that she has once endured herself. After completing her coaching certificate, she's begun helping women all around the world reconnect with their feminine energy, build confidence, and feel empowered to make healthy relationship choices, something that we know is absolutely critical to balance. So it's my absolute pleasure to welcome Ricky Diamond to the Balance Theory podcast. Ricky, a warm welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really happy to be here. No, I'm so excited. I mean, I was just very briefly telling you that I have, I think what I would call like an intuitive knowing about feminine energy, masculine energy, uh, but it's, it's something that a lot of the listeners have personally requested. So I know a lot of people listening right now are going to be very excited on the edge of their seats uh, and, and something I've really wanted to dive into too. But before we kind of get there, I want to know a little bit about you about your upbringing, about, you know, your journey through heartbreak and how it's led you to doing maybe what you would call your sole purpose today. I always love hearing the backstory of how people have kind of landed doing what it is they're doing now. Yeah, awesome. I love that you call it my soul's purpose because I truly do feel that I am exactly where my heart and soul are meant to be. So that's really beautiful. Um, for me as a child, I had a really strong pull um, towards marriage and family. So I know some people, you know, they wanted to be a doctor or a lawyer. They had all these visions of what they wanted to be when they grew up. And I literally wanted to be a wife and a mother. That was like my goal in life. And um, when I met my ex-husband, he had the same goal. He was really interested in marriage. He was really interested in starting his family. And we both were really focused on the end game, marriage and children. And we didn't really take all of the necessary steps in between getting married and having babies to really build that solid foundation that you need for a really good quality relationship, for a relationship that when things start to get hard, you know, when you have children, things become very difficult. Focus shifts over to the children. It shifts away sure. from the relationship. Yeah. And when you come back to it, if you don't have that solid foundation underneath you, you kind of end up feeling like roommates or like you don't know each other anymore and you end up drifting apart. And that's what happened to us. And my ex-husband actually made the choice to leave the marriage um, without putting a lot of work and time into fixing or going back and building that um, stable ground that we needed. And I was extremely heartbroken. You know, my goal in life was to get married and have children. I thought I had it. I thought we had this beautiful life. And then it all came crashing down when our children were very, very young. They were uh, one and a half and three. And I was left so heartbroken. You know, like I really felt like 
this was where I was supposed to be at that time and that it was taken away from me. And um, in order to get out of that heartbreak, I went on a mission to figure out what happened. Like I was like, what happened? Like I had everything I wanted. How did I lose it? How did I end up in this place where I was hurting so bad? And um, I started taking courses. I started reading everything I could. I started listening to podcasts and um, all of these sources to bring in this wealth of knowledge about love, dating, relationships, masculine and feminine energy. And I realized that what had gone wrong in my marriage was so common, so common in today, and that many marriages and relationships were ending for the exact same reasons. And I was like, wow, I have all this knowledge now. I know what happened. I know what to do in the future so that this never happens again. So I never have to feel like this. And I wanted to bring that forward and share it with other women so that they could learn how to, one, build themselves up, right? We want to build ourselves up from the inside out. So important. That's the first step. But then two, how to choose a partner that would complement us and then how to create that really solid foundation for the relationship that would let it last the stands of time, right? Let it last a lifetime. Mm -hmm. And so that's how I came into um, coaching. You know, I then did my coaching certificate and I've been working with beautiful women all over the world to build them up and help them, like you said, feel empowered to make those really healthy choices. Yeah, that's a really beautiful story. And I'm glad, I mean, it, it's always, I think, really empowering when you hear someone turn something that was really challenging and tough into, and they, they kind of gear that energy positively to create something for themselves or at least share it with other people. I really always love hearing that side of the story. One thing I want to pull out from everything you've just shared that's really resonated with me and I think is so, so important, not only in romantic relationships, anything in a workplace, friendships, it's that piece of feeling kind of grounded in yourself as step one. I think it's so easy. I mean, I was having this conversation with another guest a couple of weeks ago. It's so easy to fall into that position or that category. And I've certainly been in past relationships in this camp where you define who you are based of who you are in a relationship. And I think where we go wrong a lot of the time is, you know, we, th we have this mentality of I have to compromise in a relationship. And yes, of course, there are compromises to be made, but the compromise is not who you are fundamentally at heart. And so if we kind of lean into this a little bit more, how do people ground themselves? I mean, there might be people listening who are single, looking for their soulmate, they're, they're, they're you know, dating, they're exploring opportunities. How do those people and also the people already in relationships either A, know that they're already grounded, solid within themselves? Because I think it's one thing to maybe have this illusion that you are, but then to actually know that you are and stand strong in that. Can you kind of just share for us what that looks like as a picture and, and what we can do to lean into that? Yeah, I think one of the biggest things that we need to do is that we need to create our own purpose in life, right? Um, we need to create our own passions. We need to create our own hobbies. We need to have our own friends. And so when we start Very important. Yeah. When we start creating a life around the things that we love and enjoy, right? Like let's say, let's say you're not in a relationship yet. You're single. This is a really beautiful moment for you to really discover yourself, discover your hobbies, your passions, foster those relationships with your friends and yourself. Start doing all of the things that make you happy. And even if you're in relationship, right? As you said, a lot of people lose themselves. I have lost myself in relationship and that's because I moved away from my own passions. I moved away from the things that 
I do creatively that make me happy, right? Because that's how you start finding that internal joy is by doing things that you love. And then maybe your partner can join into some of them, but maybe you just have some things that you do on your own. And keeping that little piece of your own identity is really, really important. Having your individuality and having those moments where you are able to go off and do your own thing, whether you're in relationship or not. And your partner should be able to do the same, right? Like that's super important, especially for men Mm -hmm. who really crave their freedom. Um, Being with a woman who allows them to have that life, to have that freedom, those hobbies is really valued by men, right? So being able to have that for yourself builds yourself up, keeps you happy, but then being able to let your partner have his own life will keep him happy. And that's one thing that really leads to longevity because you have your personal happiness, you have your happiness within the relationship, and then that creates this balance, right? Mm, absolutely if we're talking about like balance within a relationship I think especially like if I mean if you're already in one of course it's never too late to you know work out where you stand or reassess things I think the key thing is as long as you're with somebody who gives you that space to grow to reassess to realign that's all that matters because there's going to be so many different situations in life where you're going to want maybe something different to explore something new to challenge yourself and if you have a partner who's unsupportive maybe and you know expects you to be the same person forever or that version of you that maybe you can find or contain to what they want at a certain point in time i think that's where we run into a little bit of trouble and imbalance in not only the relationship but ourselves but what i will say is for those not yet in a relationship i mean i know the focus um, I mean, I, I just I speak to so many women in their late 20s and, and they're really hyper-focused on finding the right person. But I also think they have this incredible opportunity to really get to know themselves at, a, at an age in life where you're mature, as opposed to, you know, like if you're getting a relationship when you're 20, right, but you're in a relationship that doesn't give you that space to grow. I mean, I met my fiance when I was 21, but I'm very fortunate that He's also super independent and grounded. He actually taught me the importance of having, you know, our own separate time. And it was something I came to value because I saw that it kept us our own individual people. And then, you know, we came together. But I think for those people who are really hyper-focused on finding the right person to actually take a step back and, and appreciate that you're able to navigate and kind of ground yourself so you can find the right person. Or when you do find the right person, you have this beautiful life for yourself, I think is a, is a really great opportunity, but I want to lean now a little bit more into energy because I know it comes into this really, really well in terms of not only our own energy, but how we can, you know, find the, or know the right energies in somebody else. So can you just explain for anybody listening who has no idea anything about feminine and masculine energy, just the 101 basics of what we need to know to kind of get the gist of it? Yeah, absolutely. So we all possess both masculine and feminine energy within us. However, we lean into one. One is our dominant energy more than the other. You know, and before we used to think of masculine and feminine energy as traits related to women and men, right? Like we would think of like the dress and the high heels and the lipstick for the woman and, you know, the muscles and the, you know, fixing the car and things like that as the man, right? It was very black and white, masculine man, feminine, female. But now we've understand that 
we have both of these energies within us. And just because you're a woman, you might not be a feminine energy woman. You might be a masculine energy woman, and that's totally fine. But if you're a masculine energy woman, in order to have balance within your relationship, you must find a feminine energy man, right? Because if you're a masculine yeah. energy woman and you get into a relationship with a masculine energy man, that's too yeah. much masculine energy. <laughs> exactly. There's absolutely no room to create attraction and polarity. You might have attraction in the very beginning, but as we start to lose the polarity, which is the opposite energies coming together, they start butting heads. They become like either two bros or two guys who are constantly constantly fighting for that leadership spot. So mm. we all have both energies within us. Most women, I would say, are about 80% feminine energy, 20% masculine. Most men would be about 80% masculine energy, 20% feminine. And we move through these energies in different times in our life. Um, women, for instance, if you're a primarily feminine energy woman, you would really feel that feminine energy when you're being creative, when you're moving, when you're resting, when you're playing, uh, when you're with your man. Um, if you are primarily masculine energy, this is going to be a place where you're um, thinking and doing and achieving and working towards a goal and, you know, trying to progress forward in life, right? So women will need to move into that space in the workforce. We'll need to move into that masculine energy when we're parenting. You know, there's a lot of moments when we'll need to flow into our masculine in order to get things done, right? It's forward movement energy. It's thinking mm. and doing or purpose-driven energy, whereas feminine energy is more on the feeling-receiving side. It's emotionally connected energy. And so we're going to be in that space most of the time and then flow into our masculine. Now, the problem here is that over time, a lot of women have moved more towards their masculine side because femininity or feminine energy has been considered um, the weaker of the two energies, not because it actually is weak, but because it is more of that feeling and emotional energy, which is not as highly regarded as achieving a goal or um, creating, like building something or moving life forward, right? Um, especially in the workforce, that's what it's all about. It's about getting those goals. It's about achieving that purpose. And so we've had to work very, very hard to become equals, right? Especially in that workplace. And so we're moving into that masculine energy and then we're staying there. We get home to our man and instead of knowing how to flow out of our masculine energy and come back into our emotionally connected energy, we're staying in that masculine energy. And again, just like I was saying, when there's too much masculine energy, we can't have that polarity. And polarity is the pulling of the opposite energies together. And that's what keeps us together long term. But as soon as we start to lose that polarity, we start to move away from each other. So it's about recognizing, do you feel like masculine energy is your dominant energy? If you do, your partner needs to be the exact opposite. If you feel, no, at my core, I feel feminine, I feel creative and intuitive and present and, you know, playful and compassionate and all of these things but I just don't know how to move into that space. It's learning about how to come back to your feminine and then recognizing when you're in your masculine and if it feels right in that moment, you know, and it's about honestly just sitting and pausing and breathing and feeling into yourself. And if you're feeling out of whack, go spend some time with your friends, go spend some time in nature, go spend some time being creative, go back to mm -hmm. those that pull us back to our feminine energy. If you're in an argument with your man and you're both like elevated and heated, you're all the way up here, you're both, you know, just clashing so much, take a pause. Be like, this is not working. Our energies are just, you know, clashing with each other. 
I need a five minute, I need a two hour break, whatever you need, you go and you do those things. You go get on a call with a girlfriend, you go for a walk in nature, you go pull out your art stuff and start doing something creative and then come back to the conversation with your man because it's going to pull you out of that energy and bring you back to where you need so that you guys can problem solve effectively. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yeah, this is resonating so much with me. And I don't know if anyone listening is already thinking like they probably intuitively move into feminine energy without even realizing it. I mean, for me personally, it's it's getting into that creative zone. Sometimes it's just feeling my emotions, right? Sometimes I like I need to cry and just express or just, you know, just doodle and draw and just do something that feels a little bit lighter because um, and a lot of the the ladies listening as well will be particularly high achievers. They're either running their own business or have like really ambitious career goals. And a lot of that requires a lot of masculine energy. And I actually feel that when I talk about life balance, it's firstly different from person to person, but it's different for you, not, either, not only at you know, different moments in your life, but from day to day. And for me, the one thing I've never been able to articulate, but I've always felt is this imbalance in my energy. Like sometimes I literally just feel like I need to recalibrate the frequencies in my body and, and understanding this dichotomy between what we class as masculine energy and what we class as feminine energy makes so much sense to me as to why I do certain things kind of intuitively to rebalance myself without even realizing. But I think having this knowledge is so powerful within the context of your relationship. And and this is something I'm kind of curious to ask you about as well, because, you know, I think the key thing is to remember that every person has a combination of both. You may have a tendency towards one or the other, but even men, you know, have some feminine energy and there's a time and a place to kind of embrace that. What I've found really, really interesting is if there's a day where I'm feeling super down, so let's put it in the flip, right? Say my partner's having a day, he's feeling super down. It's almost like I rise up and like fill the void with masculine energy. And then it, it always happens the other way around. It's almost like we're never both having a crap day. So far, so good. But it's almost like we like to and fro with each other's energies. Like, so it's like never overpowering. Like I'd say in the relationship, I'm probably more feminine. He's more masculine, but because I'm also so ambitious and career driven, I feel like a lot of the time I need to recalibrate myself. But do you think there's anything there about like seriously being in synergy with, with your partner, if you're really connected, like, does that, do you, have you had that experience? Cause I, I can honestly just, I'm thinking about it now. I feel like we're very like in tune with each other's frequencies. Yeah, that's so beautiful. That is exactly the type of healthy, balanced relationship that you want to strive for. And that's what I feel that I have now with my partner. You pick up the slack unknowingly when your person's mm. energy 
shifted. And it's this beautiful dance between moving through the masculine, moving through the feminine and being in the opposite energy of your partner. And if you're in a relationship where you can intuitively sense where your partner is and just let your energy flow to the opposite, this is how you create that perfect balance. Because there's going to be moments when he needs to rise in his feminine and you need to rise in your masculine. And then there's going to be moments where he needs to be the leader. He needs to be that masculine energy source and you need to be the receiver and fall into that. And that is so beautiful. And that is exactly what we want to find in a partner is somebody that we can move through those ebbs and flows of life with because we're never going to be always the same, right? Energy or personality or anything. We're always evolving. We're always changing. But if we can be energetically connected with our partner to a point where we don't have to say, hey, I need you to, you know, rise in your feminine energy today because I need <laughs> masculine they just they just intrinsically know it they just feel your energy shifting and their energy naturally shifts too and that's so beautiful you know like men really crave respect and appreciation that is something sorry not men but masculine energy um really craves respect and appreciation whereas feminine energy really needs reassurance and attention and so it's this beautiful dance between giving your man that respect and appreciation that he deserves and then him giving you that reassurance and that attention that you need and then flowing between the too, right? Because sometimes you don't need the reassurance and he needs that appreciation and you go over there. And sometimes um, you need the reassurance and he doesn't need the respect at that moment. And you just kind of go back and forth with each other mm -hmm. and receiving in this really beautiful way. And I think one important thing that you said, um, same with me, I'm also self-employed. I you know, run my own business and I'm very, very masculine energy in that space. I have to be in order to make my business go forward. But when I come home to my man, I know to switch my energy. So if I've been like having a really hectic day at work, everything's just go, go, go. And I'm in this like masculine energy before I come home, I'll always take a moment to drop down because resting is actually one beautiful part of feminine energy that a lot of women, especially hardworking women, don't do. So before I'll come home, we to my feel guilty for absolutely right we need to be go 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 we got to get it done but when you're going to come home to your man take that rest take that moment for me it's meditation even just a quick five or ten minute meditation in my car even something to drop me down back into my body right feminine energy is in the heart it's emotional it's in the body masculine energy is thinking it's in the mind right so if you can drop down back into your body get out of your head take those deep breaths whatever it might be maybe it's a walk or whatever and then come home to your partner you are going to be fully charged up in your feminine energy, ready to receive from him. And it's going to create that attraction and that polarity, that steaminess, if you want it, within your relationship. I'm loving this conversation so, so much. I want to ask you a little bit specifically now about individually, right? So we've spoken a little bit about in a relationship and I will ask you about, you know, for anyone dating, knowing other people's energies and whatnot. But I want to just go back to us as individuals because I mean, as we can agree, I think it's very important to have that stability, that foundation within yourself and then as a byproduct in your relationship. So for anyone listening who is really resonating in this conversation, they're like, yeah, I'm, I can really see how this plays out for me during my week. I can see that I get stuck in masculine energy a lot and I don't know how to flow out of it or I feel like I don't have space to flow out of it. What are some really simple, tangible things they can do, even if they're sitting here thinking like, okay, I'm hearing you, Ricky, like creative, I hear you, but I, I don't really know what that looks like for me. Do you kind of have, I mean, I know you've mentioned meditation already, any other little things that are really easy for people to do to try and 
lean in or things they can just start to experiment with. I mean, I always say there's no single blueprint. It's always just tools in a toolkit and we can try and some things might work on some days and, and some things might work on others. But just as a general overview, do you have some really tangible things people can try to try and flow out of masculine into, into feminine or even vice versa when they need to you know, switch it on? You know, I want to say that um, being single is one of the most beautiful times for self-discovery. I know a lot of women especially get really stuck on, oh, I just want to have a man and I just want to have a boyfriend and I just want to be in a relationship. And we use our single time in a way that um, is really forward towards the relationship instead of forward to uh, the relationship that you're seeking instead of forward towards yourself. So for anyone who is listening that's single, I want you to know that this is the most beautiful time in your life to discover yourself, to build a relationship with yourself, to cultivate self-love and to create a self-care routine, because this is going to be really important as you do find a relationship and move into it in order to one, keep your identity, but two, keep your primary, your dominant energy flowing. Because when we are single, it's really easy to be in our feminine energy. It's so easy because we're we're creating our own life. We're doing our own thing. We don't have to focus on anybody else. But then once we get into a relationship, we have to be a lot more conscious with what we're doing, you know, considering somebody else's feelings, considering somebody else's energy. And it's really easy to get stuck in that masculine energy. So what I want you to think Because you're thinking, is- thinking. You're constantly thinking, you're constantly thinking. And a lot of women don't know how to sit back and allow the relationship to progress forward naturally. We try to make the relationship move forward and that's masculine energy, right? So when we're trying to push the relationship to the next level, to the next level, to the next level, instead of sitting back and enjoying the beautiful relationship that's unfolding before us, we're moving into our masculine, which sometimes drives men away, right? So being able to just sit back and enjoy the unfolding, enjoy the dating process. I know everyone's like, I want to skip the dating process and jump right into commitment. No, you don't. You want to experience that. It's such a beautiful and energetic moment. It's such a moment when all your love chemicals are going crazy and you get to experiment, uh, experience that honeymoon phase. So anyway, going back to what I was originally saying, um, <laughs> Take that single time to really cultivate that deep sense of love and that self-care routine. And it's that self-care routine that I find really allows women to be able to come back to their feminine energy. What I like to create is um, a feminine energy morning routine. Maybe morning doesn't work for some people. Some people like to do it right before bed, but it's just doing all of those little things for yourself. It could be things like um, grooming. It could be things like you know, taking a really long bath. It could be things like, um, I have one client who really loves to brush her skin. And for her, that's just such a feminine moment. Um, Some women might like to brush their hair or, you know, wash your face with really special um, washes and lotions and like all these kinds of things. I also incorporate yoga. Yoga is a really beautiful way to bring up your feminine energy. Feminine energy is about free flowing movement. So lifting weights, that's going to be more masculine. It's static, right? You're pumping that iron. Whereas yoga, where you're moving and flowing dance is also a really beautiful um, feminine energy exercise. So moving your body in a way that's really flowing, even just closing your eyes, putting on some music and moving, um, reading, journaling, Uh, I think I said meditation, you know, anything that you can create in your life that really brings you back to you and centers you and do this every single day, create a five to 10 minute routine that you do first thing in the morning or right before bed. And that's always going to reset your energy back, um, back to your feminine, if that is your dominant energy. Yeah. I'm just, I'm laughing at myself because honestly, there's so many of these things that I do 
in moments where I don't realize that that's what I'm doing. Like there's, there are times and I mean, I have to make sure no one's home because I feel like it's a bit strange, but it works for me where you, I literally just will close my eyes and like move my body. It's definitely nothing remotely, you know, choreographed like dancing. I wouldn't even call it dancing and it's probably not yoga. So it's some kind of strange variation in between. But for me, it's like, I just feel like I need to like let things flow in, in some capacity. Sometimes it is just putting on, you know, a good Spotify playlist while I clean the house and just like dancing around and whatnot. But but I think just having, I guess, an idea, a lot of people will already be thinking, oh, okay, I kind of already do these things like the baths or long showers or any of those things. So whenever you're feeling kind of stuck in that, go, go, go. I think as well, like these are really good tips for people who can't fall asleep at night or find their minds racing at night. It's probably because you haven't tapped out of that really dominant masculine energy. So doing these things before bed, and I've done a, um, a really great episode a couple of weeks ago on just like creating a night routine in general. But I think if you've loved this episode, you can stack it on top and create a night feminine energy routine which I think is even more beautiful. Um, but just before I let you go, I want to ask you specifically about reading or I guess understanding other people's energy as a compliment to yours, right, when you first meet them. And I think like this is kind of important for friendships as well. I mean, we, we can keep it on the topic of romantic relationships because I know that is your domain. Um, but, but how do we actually know when we really don't know a person that well, what are just some really easy telltale signs of what their dominant energy is just straight up? Yeah, you know what? That's actually one of the hardest things to tell until you really get to know someone. And it's not even looking at them and being able to tell. It's feeling. How do you feel when you are with that person, right? If you feel like happy and bubbly and playful and light and girly, you are in your feminine. yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you feel like yourself. If you feel like you can 100% be yourself and you feel lifted and good inside, that means they are probably the opposite energy. Or if it's a friend, that means that they're the same energy, right? Most feminine energy women want to have feminine energy friends because it helps rise up and lift our spirits and bring us back to that place. One of the best things I can tell you, and it's not directly related to energy, but kind of, is to, um, let's say you're single and you want to get into a relationship. You've done all this self-work. You're feeling really good. You're feeling feminine. You've got your energy routine in place and you know, you're ready to meet that partner. What the best thing to do is sit down and create a must-have list. And I don't mean like tall, dark, and handsome. I mean like really sit down and go deep into personality traits, lifestyle traits. You can do a little bit of physical traits, but I I really steer people away from physical side of things um, to really go into, you know, do you want someone who has ambition? Do you want someone who's goal-oriented? Do you want someone who's compassionate? You know, what are their educational views, their political views? You know, if you were to have children with this person, what ways would you want to raise them? And really create a really sound must-have list because that's what's going to help you really find the partner who's going to last long-term or who's going to be good for your energy. And then come back to this list. Let's say you've been on two or three dates and things are not feeling right. And you're just like, I don't know what it is. It just doesn't feel right. Go back to that list and you'll be able to uncover what's not feeling right with that person. And if they're not meeting those must-haves, which usually come back down underneath the the must-have is the energy behind it, even if you aren't quite sure what that is, um, then you know that person's not going to be right for you, right? So use that list because even though it's not specifically masculine energy qualities, it's the qualities in a partner that you know you're going to need to be successful long-term. And then underneath that is the energy, right? And it's all about how you feel. Come back to your feelings. Mm. 
sit with your feelings, review your list, make sure that you're um, moving in a path that's going towards the place that you want to be. And don't settle, right? There's lots of people out there. There's lots of right ones out there for you. Um, sometimes it just takes time to find them. And it's okay that it takes time. Have patience. <laughs> it is so worth it to be patient to find the one who's energetically, emotionally, spiritually, politically right for you. Yeah, absolutely. And what I love about that list or like really just sitting down to think about the kind of person you want to be with, it almost forces you to reflect on who you are and who would compliment you. And I think that's really good just level of awareness in general to have because at times I feel like, you know, say you were both having really masculine energy, then you can actually remember that that's something you appreciate about your partner and, you know, rather than feel frustrated, you kind of go back to this level of, well, we complement each other and you just have that baseline understanding of I've just risen in my masculine today and, and that's kind of why things are this way. I feel like it just provides like a little bit more context to things that might otherwise be either swept under the rug or misconstrued as something else when really we, we're all entitled to have those days and those moments and just understanding that it's a flow of moving in and out and, and life is always a dance in between these things and so is life balance, uh, I think is really special. But I really want to thank you so much for downloading all of your, you know, experience, your knowledge, your thoughts on energies today, because it's something, as I said, I've really been wanting to have a chat about. And um, this really exceeded my expectations and something I definitely want to learn more about. So for anyone feeling similarly, where can they go to follow you, connect with you? I'll, I'll pop links in the show notes below. Yeah, awesome. Thank you for that. Um, you can find me at Ricky Diamond on uh, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube, or rickydiamondcoaching.com is my website. I have some really beautiful uh, resources on masculine and feminine energy. So if you want to pop on there, um, there's some free stuff, there's some paid stuff, but there's some really, really good information out there um, on my site that'll really help you kind of dive deeper into what we've touched on. We've just scratched the surface here. So yeah, keep learning about this because honestly, this for me was a game changer not only in my life um, but in my relationship yeah absolutely I'm even thinking we're probably going to need to have a part two conversation just to you know go a little bit deeper but thank you again so much for your time uh, and I really appreciate it yeah thanks for having me